we're back on the hunt with Supernatural Season 1, Episode 20, Dead Man's Blood. My name is Chris Barrows. And my name is Dan Cummins. Chris, this episode, as we record this today, it's funny timing because it's been a year since the series ended, right? And it's funny that the episode that we're covering today has a very, very direct tie to the final episode. So the timing is impeccable here. The timing really is amazing on this actually we'll get into that but i i do want to say kind of celebrate that celebrate cry whatever it is that it's yeah. been a year um obviously we're not going to recap the final episode today because we've got a lot of seasons to get to that but um i will just say i mean it's been a journey this has been a fun journey doing season one and this show was a real journey and an episode i just remember i will just say this having a lot of emotion about that episode um, even going into it saying, how is there another episode? I, mm-hmm. I think that was my feeling on the day. That's the one thing I'll say about that episode. Um, cause the way that the episode prior ends, it felt like a really wonderful finale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I it's funny. A hundred, a uh, hundred plus episodes, 200 plus episodes of a show. It's a big deal. And this show lasted over 200. So, um, to, to say it was over a year ago today, big deal. And you're right. There is a tie in this episode, uh, and, and we could get right into this, Dan. Uh, this is Dead Man's Blood. It aired April 20 of 2006, directed by Tony Warmby. IMDb rating of 8.5. I'd argue this has gone up for me just because of some of the connections, the things introduced in this episode. When you look at this episode, obviously, from a rating perspective, it's based on more so at the time. But this really is an episode that is so pivotal to the entire series Arguably, I can say probably, and, and, and this may not be fair. And as we watch more, maybe I'll change my mind. But mm-hmm. right now, thinking about that final episode, thinking about everything, this is one of the top ten most important episodes of the entire show because of what is introduced in it. The characters, when you think about its connections, I mean, this is critical. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about the cult, right? Possibly one of the. Um, most powerful weapons in the series history. We're talking about John Winchester uh, making an appearance in this one. Of course, as we get into, uh, we're going to introduce vampires, which um, are crucial, not just as it relates to the series finale, but they're pretty relevant um, throughout the entire series. So this is a great episode. It's it's uh, a very important one. Um, and I'm happy to just jump right in, Chris. Let's Let's talk about it. Yeah, so... In this, we've got the situation where Daniel Elkins, a vampire hunter, and he was John's mentor, is murdered. Sam and Dean are actually surprised because John shows up to help solve the case. John discovers that vampires have taken an antique gun, which he is very keen about, Mm -hmm. uh, which has the power to kill supernatural beings, all supernatural beings or so. That's what John understands. The Winchester family sets out to retrieve the gun from vampires so they can use it to kill the demon that took Sam and Dean's mother. And here it is. This is the... This is the gun they think that can solve the problem. Location, mm-hmm. by the way, Dan, Manning, Colorado, a fake one. This is the first fake one in a while. Yeah. Uh, approximately 28 hours or almost 2,000 miles away from the last location. Obviously, a little bit of a guessing game in terms of that one. Um, mm-hmm. We're talking about getting to Colorado, really. But this Daniel Elkins character, who was played by Terrence Kelly, uh, was also in Watchmen. Uh, yep. A really interesting backstory to him. Definitely. Yeah. So he's been hunting since the 60s, or at least that's what Dean is able to uh, find in Daniel's journal, which he, you know, uh, points out, it looks very similar to John. So, so when they, you know, pick up uh, Elkin's um, case, 
they're actually really not quite sure who he is. The name sounds familiar because they've seen it in John's journal. Um, but once they actually pursue this, they find out that, yeah, he was he was a player, as Dean likes to say. Um, his specialty was hunting and killing vampires, as John later tells us. And um, once a friend of John, he later actually became, as you said, a, a mentor, taught him a lot about hunting, as, as John tells us. So um, Elkins is a real badass. I really love the opening scene, Chris. He's at some kind of dive bar, right? Uh, the the bartender says he's, you know, some kind of uh, nutcase to another guy at the bar, and he's just scribbling down notes in a journal. And the second that the hive, the vampire nest, shows up at this bar, man, he is out of there in like a split second. So this guy, been hunting for a long time. Uh, it's It's especially cool that his specialty is vampires because... As you and I both know, Chris, throughout the series, vampires are one of the more, um, I don't want to say like smart monsters, but they're definitely like the most intimidating. They're definitely, vampires are hunters in themselves, right? It's it's unlike other monsters because they, again, they don't have much like strategy when it comes to like living and, and breeding and, you know, creating hives. But vampires, vampires are, are very smart, very strategic, very dangerous. So the fact that Elkins has been able to kill so many, um, so many, in fact, that John even thought that Elkins uh, made them extinct. He says, I didn't think vampires were still around. I thought Elkins killed them all. So that really says a lot about Elkins. This guy, this guy was a badass. Well, let's talk about vampires, too, here, um, because vampires, based on what you just said, based on the final episode, based on this episode, mm-hmm. killing Elkins, right? Um, it, it, all this. It makes me think vampires, and, and yes, we deal with god, angels, whatever, but from in terms of the more down-to-earth monster, vampires were the most dangerous, and yeah. they were for a reason. One, they, they're often together, right? Um, but there's a quote. We actually should start with this. John Winchester, Winchester kind of sums this up. Most vampire lore is crap. A cross won't repel them, sunlight won't kill them, and neither will a stake to the heart. But the bloodlust, that's the part that part's true. They need fresh blood to survive. Everyone's people, so you won't know it's a vampire. It's too late. You got to cut off their head. This is the, the idea, which which we know this with zombies, right? Go for the head. But the idea with vampires, cut off the head. Um, vampires or vamps, as we hear, are blood-sucking creatures. Once human, uh, encountering a vampire is apparently very rare as a hunter as they have been almost led to extinction or were led to believe. We later learn much more about this, right? And they yeah. become one of the most common villains they they come back but they are all originated from and this is important the alpha vampire so that really is the key piece to the vampires but the fact that let's let's just put this in perspective vampire kills elkin right vampires mm-hmm. have killed a ton of other hunters throughout this show we later know what's going to happen to dean yeah and that's where this connection and there's a character jenny in this episode right who is in the last episode yeah, the and, series and finale. spoiler alert, folks, because if you're watching this, I'll give people like 15 seconds here. Because if you are listening right now and for some reason have not seen the last episode, just turn this off right now because I'm going to mm-hmm. say something. Last episode, Jenny, the person who is turned in this episode, kills Dean. Vampires kill the best hunters in this show more often, I'd think, than any other monster. Yeah. So, um, and that's the connection. I mean, holy crap. You know, again, you talk about the timing, Dan. 
Um, it's crazy. And Jenny, as you said, she isn't like a significant character in this episode in particular, Chris, we, we set up notes to, you know, make sure that we follow, you know, the plot. We have eyes on the whole episode as we can talk about it and remember it. Jenny is not a, you know, uh, she barely has any screen time in this episode. Uh, her and her boyfriend are driving down the highway. The vampires, you know, are hungry and they kill her boyfriend, but they keep her right. So the fact that they remembered this actress 14 seasons later and bring her back to kill Dean. It's like, it's, it's remarkable. Um, so yeah, that's again, that's the connection we teased at the top here. Uh, it's really cool that not only that they bring back old characters, but yeah, you're right, Chris, the vampires, man, they they are, yeah, they're responsible for killing like the strongest, smartest uh, hunters in this universe. It's, it's crazy. I mean, we know later on they turn some of the best vampire hunters too. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole plot line about that. So, but uh, you know, they they get here, they're surprised. They are surprised their dad's involved, and they end up finding this letter for JW, which is John Winchester. And mm-hmm. that's when John shows up. He does explain that Elkins was killed by the vampire, and they have to get the cult back. Now, what is the cult? We have to focus on the cult. The cult is a gun that we are going to see throughout this series. They eventually do learn to make bullets for it. But at the time that we find the Colt, there's only so many bullets, right? right. That, that will work. Roughly half, I think. Yes, roughly half. So it was made by Samuel Colt in 1835 for a vampire hunter. And the legend says the gun can kill anything. So he thinks it'll kill the demon. According to legend, anything shot by the gun using one of the 13 original bullets. So there's 13 bullets to start. Um, essentially will include kill anything, including those normally immune to any and all weapons. Now, I'm not a gun person, so I don't know much here. But as we look this up, the in, it's a replica of a Colt Patterson 1836 cap, and the ball is modified to fire metallic cartridges. On the barrel of a gun, there's a Latin quote, um, and that's non timibo mala, meaning I will fear no evil. And then there's a pentagram carving on it, uh, which, which is really interesting. Um much of the finish was removed to give it an aged appearance. It's a most powerful, it's arguably the most powerful weapon. If not, it's one of the most. There's some that I, I guess you could say stronger, but very few are stronger yeah. than this gun. Yeah, it's in, in my opinion, it's the coolest weapon ever used by the Winchesters in this series, in my opinion. And it's the I most would, iconic. Most There's iconic. No yeah, There's for some sure. some cool weapons down the line. We, I mean, we... Dean's got one in particular with him for a bit there and later on in the series that stands out. But this is the one that stands out more than anything. If you're to pick one weapon from Supernatural, that just is really neat. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's this one. This is the one you think about if you have to pick one. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the legacy, as you described, Chris, I think as they're talking about, you know, why was it created? Hunters were on horseback way back in 1835. I mean, I just love the idea that hunters have existed right for 200 years um, so long that they were on horseback hunting vampires, right? So out there was some guy on a horse hunting vampires. He needed a gun that could help him do it. And so this thing has been around. It's been traded back and forth, made its way to Elkins. But of course, the vampires kill him. They don't really even know that it's the cult when they kill Elkins. But no. when they bring it back to Luthor, the head vampire of this particular nest, he has a pretty good idea of what it is because he actually... Um, has been around for as long as the gun's been around. I think his his um, his girlfriend, uh, the, the sort of the queen of the hive, if you will, she says this thing looked 
as old as you are, I brought it back to see if it means anything to you. And he says, oh, yes, it, it sure does. And Samuel Colt, for people who don't know, was born in July 19th, 1814, Hartford, Connecticut, died in 1862. But he was an American inventor, manufacturer, entrepreneur. He's the one who popularized the revolver. So mm-hmm. it, that's who Samuel Colt is. I, it's a relevant thing to be aware of. I mean, this is a, a major person and they do take from history. In this case, Samuel Colt is a real individual, a real name. Yeah. Um, so the timing works, although they say it, it was made by Samuel Colt in 1835. He was born in 1814. So just from perspective, he was 21 when he made it. Yeah, young guy. So young dude, uh, I guess you could say young hunter uh, in this particular case. Um, but yeah, big deal. But look, the the episode focus here, really for me, very much around this cult. They do try to destroy this vampire. Dean actually goes to the hospital to look for dead man's blood, which is poisonous to vampires. Yeah. And just to get into how crazy the episode is, dead man's blood, Dan, I looked this up. It shows up in pretty much every, it, not, not every season, but pretty much every season. Season one, season two, season three, season six, season seven, season eight, season nine. Season 12, 13, 14, 15. Wow. And in 15, that final season, um, it's in four episodes, whether it's mentioned or seen. So Dead Man's Blood is something we're going to see a lot of. And essentially, once in the vampire's system, they can no longer move. They lose all their strength. It also Mm -hmm. hurts them. Um, Gordon Walker, a fantastic character who comes in later, uses it quite a bit, I believe. Um, He uses it in a particular scene in a later season. Um, but yeah, it's blood from dead people. That's <laughs> that's dead man's blood. But why is it important? Really bad for vampires. Right. They cannot handle it. Yeah. And, and that's how they, you know, eventually get the cult. Right. So they 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 kidnap the queen. Uh, they poison her along with one of her buddies who eventually they behead. Um, and they have a pretty good idea that Luther, the leader of the vampire hive, he's going to come after his queen. Right. And he does. They're right. The caveat here, though, Chris, is that. John is still being kind of stubborn, right? He tells Dean and Sam, you guys go do, you know, this other mission that I told you to do. I'm going to handle this. Well, lucky for him, the boys didn't listen because they save his ass. Yes, um, they really do. They do. I mean, they, he they, they them and yells at them at the same time, too, which is he does. Yes. And then, Chris, the other, you know, Dean actually kind of steps up and, you know, uh, actually talks back to John in this episode quite a bit. Uh, and, and John actually says, you know, you guys are right. Like at the end of this episode, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. He's like, we're stronger as a team. Finally, the boys are justified in that. But it's only because probably they've proved themselves. Um, they they are able to save John when, uh, you know, sort of the trade goes wrong. And man, how cool is that shot, Chris, of John shooting Luther in the head with the Colt? It's so cool. I mean, just to test like how powerful that weapon is. John just cocks it, loads it, bang, shoots him in the head. And the scene where... It almost looks like the vampire spirit kind of leaves the body. Now I don't I don't know enough about vampire lore to understand what exactly they intended for that to look like, but um, it reminded me of when a soul kind of leaves a body. Yeah. Um, but in in any case, it was it was really cool to see the cult in action in its first introduction. Yeah, and look at the end of this. John does agree to help the boys fight the demon. This is it. We know we're at the end game. Yeah. Let's. I mean, let's be real. This is episode twenty. There's 21 and 22. So the potential episode is coming up for us. And then it's the finale. So we are, we're getting to the end of season one 
Uh, and it's going to be fun. I, I'm going to enjoy talking about these. We do have to talk about some good quotes in here, by the way. At one point, uh, Kate, <laughs> one of the vampires goes, car trouble, let me give you a lift, take you back to my place. I'll pass, Dean says. I usually mm-hmm. draw a line at, at necrophilia. And then Sam and Dean have a good conversation. Uh, Sam and John have a great conversation. And Sam is, I think, very light in this conversation because he's laughing at the end of this. Yeah. Like, Dad, whatever happened to that college fund? John just kind of says, spent it on ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, I mean, you, you. this is a fantastic episode. This is, I think this, uh, this episode is higher than an 8.5, first and foremost. There's just so much going on. Um, as I mentioned at the top, I, I think part of that rating is related to also at the time you didn't know the importance right. of this but exactly that's that's gonna happen we've we've said imdb ratings are just that we wish we talk about them but we don't take much stock in them uh there's a reference by the way dean does say in this episode sounds more like that's incredible than the twilight zone i was not familiar with that's incredible that's incredible was a tv show with stunts and like reenactments of paranormal events I think most people know what the Twilight Zone is. Um, mm-hmm. That that started the Twilight Zone in 1959 and ended in 1964. It came back many times, um, much like, which is appropriate for Supernatural since people tend to come back in this show. There's also a reference to Unabomber in this episode. Um, That's right. So that interesting little bit there. Yeah, Elkins is at the bar scribbling down notes and they're making fun of him. But little do they know he's, you know, he's protecting the world from vampires. Isn't that typical? You know, normal people always scrutinizing hunters. Damn shame. Yep. But with that, you know, it's almost a shame to say that we're coming to the end of season one. But we've got, thankfully, 14 more seasons to talk about. Uh, So we hope you'll continue on this journey as we continue to go on the hunt and watch these episodes again on this episode pivotal i i i love it this is absolutely this is working its way up my list i don't know where i put it yet we'll find out in our recap but we're not done yet no we've got work to do 